on the extended three-hour program, Racing Pulse now hones in on the full Victorian race preview. We are racing at Bet365 Kiton, and uh, we're on a good four. The rail is out five. Uh, it's been really windy early this morning. I'm not too sure what the weather conditions in Kiton will be, but it will certainly be uh, drying that track out uh, this morning. Mark Hunter's the man to find us all of the winners today. And uh, we're going to try and get Simon Miller on just very quickly because, as I mentioned a little earlier, very important piece of track work uh, for Amelia's jewel at Flemington this morning to determine if uh, she will continue her preparation and head up to Sydney for the Golden Eagle. And we've got Simon on the phone. Uh, Simon, appreciate your time this morning, mate. It was uh, action stations here at Mooney Valley uh, in the build-up to the Cox Plate. But while that was going on, you had your own very important piece of work with Amelia's Jewel. How did she go? Yeah, she was good, Michael. It was um, it was interesting today for us because in the last 12 months, every time she does a bit of work, there's media and camera crew all over us. And today, we were just like... Uh, just poking around on our own at 8 o'clock at Flemington while everyone was naturally at the valley. So it was quiet. It was, it was only us out there and a, and a couple of fellow trainers and um, we went on the steeplegrass, went reverse way with Damien Lane on board and she worked really well. Well, that's great. That gives you good confidence. So does that mean you're now um, going to press on to the Golden Eagle? Just, I would just give her 24 hours to make sure that she bounces out of this gallop today in good order. And I'm assuming she will, but I just as soon as I know that she's eaten up like her brekkie this morning and then smashes her night feed overnight, then I'll be more than happy to start planning for Sydney. Um, her greatest asset is, since she's been over here, is that she demolishes her, her feed, whether it be morning or night, and regardless of a gallop or, or a race. But when she raced in the um, Turak, she came home that night and just didn't, didn't eat and, and was, wasn't on her game till the following Thursday. So she's back hammering away at her feed. She's bright. She looks really good, worked strong this morning. So as long as she can, you know, she eats up, then, then we'll go to Sydney. Uh, well, that is great news. Um, did you think maybe there was, even though you did all the tests, just something that wasn't undetected? Uh, that had her off colour last start in the turn. Well, yeah, I mean the pre-race manner, mannerisms weren't the greatest, and I just put that down to the chopper in the band. And then when she went so bad, as soon as she wasn't eating, I was like, "Well, there's got to be a little low-grade bug going off." And uh, to be fair, a few of the Flemington trainers reached out or even made mention of it today that there was a couple of air horses that were doing similar things uh, a fortnight ago. So. Whether there was just a little bit of a, a bug floating around Flemington, I'm not sure. But uh, I didn't overanalyze the race because she she wasn't right behind the scenes. So it was just like, don't try and reinvent the wheel. Just where I was probably lucky, Michael, was I had an extra week up my sleeve if I was to go to an Eagle. So I just did nothing with her for the first week post-Turak. And then once Thursday come along and she was dialed back in, well, then we could increase the work. And, and now... We're, we are where we are now, and, and I couldn't be happier with her again. Well, that is good news. Uh, mate, we'll touch base in 24 hours, but at this stage, all going well. Uh, the Golden Eagle is back on the agenda for Amelia's Jewel. Um, good work. Appreciate your time, Simon. No, my pleasure, Michael. Good to be back on. And She's Melbourne, hasn't it? I don't know what the wind's doing today. It's blowing. Oh, wild out it's there. It's like a... 
tornado out there today. I know. <laughs> uh, you should. <laughs> <laughs> you should be used to this, uh, old old. Oh, no, I know, but it's still, yeah, I know I should be, but I still get overawed by it all when you see how good it is. <laughs> and ten minutes later, it's just feral. Uh, but it's good to be. Well, that's now. what they say. If you're not happy with the weather, uh, weather, just wait ten just minutes. Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good on you, Simon. Mate, good to chat. Have a good day. You too, Simon Miller, joining us there. Uh, Mark Hunter uh, joins us. Uh, morning, Mark. There's been plenty of news uh, today. Uh, that is good to hear that Amelia's, uh, he thinks, is back on track and maybe heading back up to Sydney. Morning, Michael. Yep, no one, no, no, uh, nobody would know the horse better than Simon, so I'm sure he's uh, worked it out and off it goes to Sydney. Out of the Cox Plate barrier draw this morning, um, has it changed any of your thoughts? Has there been a big winner or a big loser? They all seem to have drawn... Okay, I'd imagine. Mr. Brightside may be a winner. Barrier two. I've been busy all morning, so I'm just having my first look at it, very first look at it now. Uh, Mr. Brightside, I would have thought he had virtually no chance of winning from a wide gate. So mm. from two, you imagine he goes down the fence and follows Alligator Blood, and he's back in the race, Mr. Brightside. So he's the first one that comes to mind. Alligator Blood drawing inside Zaki was vital for that horse. Uh, you see, last year Zaki hunted through and held it out and just makes it that little bit harder, so it's good for alligator blood. And I think Militrizer's done well here with gate three, so looks to be a yeah. great race. Yeah, it is going to be an open race. What's the uh, overall depth of today's Kiton card? And, and I'm not sure of the wind in the Kiton region, but could it play a massive factor today as well? Well, they'll be lucky to race. Obviously, I've been outside the last hour. They'd be lucky to race if it's like here. It's mm. just horrendous. Um, so, yes, it can certainly play a factor. They're very even races. There are a lot of... 58s and maidens, and well, they're all 58s and maidens. They're they're very very even races. It's pretty tough work there. It's a, a good point you make. We might actually make contact with the stewards. I'll get Howard, our producer, to do that, and uh, someone at the Kiton track to see what the weather in that local area is, because uh, we have seen excessive extreme winds cause uh, meetings to be called off in the past as well. So we'll play on as per, and hopefully we'll get a more definitive. Um, response from the club or stewards uh, as we do the preview today. The first race kicks off at 1.30. Uh, it's over 1,115 metres. The scratchings here, 5, 10, 12 and 15. Uh, Miraval Rose has been well backed here. Damien Lane's had a busy morning. He's been at Mooney Valley, then Flemington for Amelia's Jewel. He's making it to Kyneton for the first to ride. This well backed odds on favourite for Graham Beck at $1.90. Uh, do you like the favourite in the first? I think it's an open race. I wasn't totally sold on its trial. Uh, I'm going to go number six, Favanna each way, which I think ran in an OK maiden there at Geelong on debut, had to face the breeze, went to the valley, just got in the wrong, completely in the wrong spot the whole way for the race at Mooney Valley. Uh, so I'd be very forgiving of that run. I think gate two, Bishin, good speed, race experience and fitness. Favanna can run well to beat nine Miraval Rose, who trialled terrific before that debut, was heavily spruced, got run down by Tiz Time. Comes back from a break, it, it's certainly going to be hard to beat. 11 Romantic Choice wasn't hopeless on debut, and 4 Extremely Rowdy, who sat wide. Uh, the winner scooted away, but Extremely Rowdy was a pretty good debut as well. So a bit of a race, 6, 9, 11 and 4. 6, 9, 11 and 4 in the first to Kiton. Race number 2, this is over 1,115 metres as well. Scratchings here, 12, 13, 14, 15. Uh, the favourite here is uh, Staroshka at $3.20 for the Snowdens. 
$3.40 Lady Dumont from Andrew Noblet's stable. Others that are in the market, four sixty. fun enough. Uh, so there's three well-supported runners under double-figure odds. Who do you have on top in the second, Mark? I've got Lady Dumont. I thought its runs have been mixed, even though it's run placings. They've been okay without raving, but I liked its recent jump out. It sat back and... Look like it had plenty to offer picking its way through. It's a very moderate maiden. It's got a good gait. It'll get a good run. So we'll go with Lady Jamont here. First up to beat number one, fun enough. Who draws wide and needs luck, but has trialled okay. Uh, six ever given has shown ability, not hopeless. And three-star Oshka, who's coming off a bleed, a three-month three ban for a bleed. It, look, its form's been okay, and a recent trial was just okay. I thought eight would run well here. Eight, one, six, and three. Eight, one, six, and three in the second. Race number three today, over 1,474 metres. Take out one, two, three, 11, and 13. The favourite here, Morishino, from the Wendy Kelly stable, is a $2.10 favourite. Um, others in the market here, stepping high, $5.50. Blue Chip Girl at $3.20. And they seem to be the top three in the market. This has been well supported, uh, this Wendy Kelly runner. Uh, it's due for a win, being placed on all three starts. What are your thoughts today? I've got a massive query at the distance on Mauricio. I'm going to tip one that I've got a query at the distance as well, number eight, Stepping High. He's got a place a place behind the party there a couple ago. I came back off a spell in a pretty good maiden, got strung up midfield inside. The winners and the runner-up, the winner and the runner-up were often gone. Stepping high, found the line pretty well. Now, that was 1,240. Jumps sharply, which I'm not sold on, but gets a good run from the draw. I just hope it's fit enough to beat number nine, Mauricio, who ran over 1,200 last time behind Floozy. Good form, but, gee, you wouldn't say it savaged the line. Now it's got to go basically an extra 300 metres. Now, third pick, number five, Blue Chip Girl. Gets a nice run from the gate. And for Pamakal, this had one go for the Circus. It was out the back, quite right up the fence, ran into backsides up the straight. Could be a big, big improver here up in trip second up. So eight, I just, if it's fit, it'll run terrific. If it's fit enough for the trip, it'll run terrific. Eight, nine, five and four. Eight, nine, five and four in the third. Race number four, uh, over 1,881 metres. Scratchings here. We can take out one, four, seven, eight, nine and ten. Uh, the favourite at $2.70 is Cat Deal for uh, the Lammings. Uh, $5.50 Sardonian. And then we go further down to Aspinado, Johnny McArdle runner, which is at $3.90. They're the top three in the market here. Oh, Zed Will Do is also considered a chance. This is from the Mark Walker Yard, uh, yard with Harry Coffey on board. I'll chuck another one in here, number 14, Ruby on Gold, who... See, most of these are a query at the trip out to the 1880 here. Ruby on Gold was on a soft track but finished the race off well last time. I think from a good gate here, getting a good run, it should appreciate the distance at good odds. To beat two cap deal, who's consistent, gets a nice run from the draw, has got a chance. Three Sardonian ran okay first up, will be fitter. And 13 Aspinado, who jumps in trip. I'm not sure it's going to run the distance. It's got a little bit of a wide gate to overcome as well. 14, 2, 3 and 13. 14, 2, 3 and 13 in race number four. So halfway through the Kitan card today, four races down, four races to come. We'll take a quick break on our form focus for the Kitan meeting.
Welcome back to Racing Pulse. We are looking at the Victorian form preview for today's Kyneton meeting. We've had a chat to Phil Beaton, the uh, track manager at Kyneton, and he says that uh, the track is in the good four range. They put a bit of water on it yesterday because they knew the high winds were coming. It started to get really windy this morning, but they've got no concerns at this stage. Uh, they will be able to get through the meeting. Fingers crossed that wind looks after them, uh, but it will be a very drying day at Kyneton currently in uh, that good four range. The first leg of the quaddy is what we are up to. Uh, it is race number five and it is over 1,881 metres and it kicks off at half past three. The scratchings are one, 12, 13 and 15. The favourite here, Zambezi Khan at $3.20, $5 Golden Vitrine, $4 Top Arctic, and then you're out to Private Detective at $9.50. Rick McIntosh, when we spoke to him before, said it could be a a value quaddy today. What are your thoughts about the first leg, Mark? No, I hope he's wrong in the first leg. I think number 11, Zambezi Khan, can win here. Little three-year-old filly taking on the older horses. Had a couple of runs back in better grade. Jumped in trip last time, given a beautiful ride by Mellon. Picked its way through, but ran away and won pretty well. So I think it's going to keep improving only jumps to benchmark 58, gate one, Billy Egan, out in trip, getting a lovely run to win to beat poor Little Dougie. It and Top Arctic ran in the same race last time. I think Little Dougie had, didn't have the best of luck, and I'll go with it second, just ahead of three Top, Dark, Top Arctic, who's racing consistently, and then a place to the number two private detective. But I thought 11 could win here. 11, 4, 3, then 2. 11, 4... Uh, three and two. So $3.20 Zambezi car might be uh, a trim-up leg of the the quaddy, the first leg today. Feudal Empire and Hillcrest Moses are the $3.90 equal favourites in the second leg, race number six. The scratchings here, three, six, seven, eight, ten and thirteen. Uh, outside of the equal favourites, we can go out to Queen Maeve at $5.50. Kalu at $6.00. And the remainder are at double figure odds uh, and better. So, uh, who do you like in race number six, the second leg of the quaddy? Queen Maeve. I thought it ran pretty well first up. It was beaten by horse who's going well, uh, Grinzinger Angel, who bolted away and won by five lengths. But that horse is going really well. Queen Maeve should be a lot fitter for that run. This is not an overly strong race after the scratchings. So, we'll go with it to beat number four, Kalu, who. Could certainly win a race like this first up. It resumes here. Recent trial was okay. Five Hillcrest Moses got a chance. Bit of a difficult horse to ride. So a bit of a test for the uh, young apprentice. And then one feudal empire who's got speed will be up there. Take running down but needs another win on the board. Put 11, the one to beat. 11, 4, 5 and 1. 11, 4, 5 and 1. Queen Maeve around about $5.50 in the second leg of the quaddy. Uh, race number 7. This is a benchmark 58 for the Phillies and Mares over 1,115 metres. The one scratching here is number 7. Uh, the favourite is at $3. Aperol Blitz from the Nick Ryan stable. Others in the market. Miss Russia at $3.70. 4.20 hour goddess. And then we go further out to $7.50 for precast. Uh, so uh, the market here has Aperol Blitz for Nick Ryan as the favourite after a run of third placings. Does it go a couple better today? Oh, maybe. But look, I thought our goddess was the one to beat here. It's coming up 64 grade. It just went forward and contested. There was a line of five hammering for the lead. It was burrowing up there too wide off the fence. And 
it just had no hope doing that. It was entitled to drop right out, but held on okay for fifth. It drops back to 58 grade here, draws the outside gate. There's not a stack of pressure in the race. It'll be somewhere up near the front. I think it looks a perfect race for our goddess to beat one Aperol Blitz. It's consistent. It's had every chance. It's racing, racing okay. Uh, three Miss Russia resumes. Trial was all right. And nine, she's extravagant, who was a narrow win of a pretty weak race, but should be should be fitted for that run. Has got some hope also. Or two, two looks perfectly placed here. Two, one, three, and nine. Two, one, three, and nine. Uh, our goddess, four dollars and twenty cents from the McDonald Stable, and the last of eight races is due to jump at five o'clock today. It's uh, for the three-year-olds and up a benchmark fifty-eight over fourteen hundred and seventy-four metres. The scratchings here. A five, seven, nine, eleven, and twelve. The favourite, Champagne Sharon, Simon Wild trains four dollars and twenty cents. Uh, others in the market in what looks an open final race, five dollars for uh, Kildrummy, five fifty, Prince of the City. If he could, also at five fifty in the lap of the gods, a six dollar fifty chance, and then you can go out to six dollars for Alfie and seven dollars first commandment. Uh, gee whiz, it, it appears that all bar thirteen and fourteen are a winning hope here, Mark. Yep, I've got no idea, Michael. I'll go with no confidence at all. Number four, Champagne Sharon, who stable are going well. They usually do. Uh, the horse ran okay last time. Good gait to beat six, Kildrummy. Kildrummy just had to run well first up, and it would be special in a race like this. It's showing more ability than these. See, the first up run was pretty plain. Uh, eight first commandment coming off a break has got a chance, and one Prince of the City who got beaten about 12 lengths in a recent jump out but wasn't knocked about. Four, six, eight, and one. Four, six, eight, and one. What's the best way to play Kitan today? We'll go the best race five, number 11, Zambezi Khan. The value race four, number 14, Ruby on gold. The quaddy, first leg, 11, four, and three. Second leg, 11, four, and five. Third leg, two, one, and three. And come home, four, six, eight, one, and two. Play of the day, I'm going to play in... Each way, all up. Race three, number eight, Stepping High, into race five, number 11, Zambezi Khan. Race three into race five. So race three, uh, number 11, was it? And race... No, no can you no, give me those numbers again? Eight. Sorry. Race Say that again. Race number eight. Race three, race number eight, three, into number race eight. five, number 11. Race five, number 11. Excellent. Uh, thank you for that, Mark. Apologies. Comms just a little bit tricky out here at the moment. So race three, number eight, into race five, number 11. Uh, good punting today, Kitan. Thanks, Michael. Mark Hunter joining us there.